Welcome to Catholic Radio for Katie Anna's presentation of Cajun Catholics. Here's your host, Todd Citron. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful, and kindle in them the fire of your love. Send forth your Spirit, and they shall be created, and you shall renew the face of the earth. Amen, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Welcome to Cajun Catholics. I'm your host, Todd Citron. Today I have two fine, fresh cursiestas uh, on the show. Today this show is dedicated to Miss Courtney Blackwell. Yay. Welcome to the show, Courtney. <laughs> My co-host today will be Michelle Bajeron. Hey. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Happy to have you all on the show today. So, Courtney, long time coming. Yes, sir. So let's kind of start at the beginning. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Just t- tell us who you are. Well, my name is Courtney Blackwell. I'm from Lafayette, Louisiana. I went to Cathedral Carmel for preschool and middle school, and then I went to St. Thomas More for high school, and then I went to UL, and now I work at the lovely Hub City Ford. <laughs> Man, that was a fast recap of your entire life. How, many, how old are you? I'm 25 years old. What, what you may not know is that Courtney is the most decorated female athlete in the history of St. Thomas More. She has many state championships. Thank you. And, um, and anyway, she's been a blessing to us at our company. And, um, and so today she's here because uh, Michelle and Courtney just made Curcio and uh in prairie roan and um tell them introduce yourself Curcia style oh <laughs> <laughs> my name is courtney blackwell i am Curcia number 342 i sat at saint martha's table and i worship at sacred heart in butte rose now we're talking <laughs> all right okay so give us a little bit of your testimony court uh you know uh go ahead wherever wherever the good lord wants to lead you well um to start off you know just being so anxious about you know, going to Cursia and the anxiety of how, you know, previous Cursia, how'd you say Cursia? Yeah. They, you know, they couldn't really tell us what was going on, which I understand because it made it more powerful being there and just the anxiety and the devil attacking me before I got there. Now looking back and realizing that, um, just kind of disappeared this weekend and listening to Father Ted just going over everything. And I mean, I was a cradle Catholic and I grew up in that, but still didn't know who Jesus was or who God was or any of those. And this weekend was probably the best weekend of my life. And going through the sacraments and learning what they mean and just being around a group of women that, you know, have the same goals as me, that's what's going to get me through this life is surrounding myself with people who, you know, worship the Catholic faith. And, you know, I just... It's beautiful. <laughs> what led you to Curcio? What was the turning point? Well, I yes. had a, a lot of people in my ear to push me to, <laughs> to go. And then finally, I just hit rock bottom where everything was, I just saw evil everywhere. And this darkness kind of came over me, the depression, the anxiety, the overload of life that, you know, everyone goes through. And I just finally went up to my sponsor, Miss Rachel Colley, and I was like, I'm ready. I'm tired of living this way. And I just, I want to change. I want to know God. I want to know the goodness that this life brings, so I don't want to leave it. And so, actually, I was going to go to the August one, but I didn't go. And then, obviously, looking back, that was the devil, you know. 
he doesn't want I me near God. I gave her a really hard time <laughs> about missing that August one. <laughs> and every time it would get closer and closer to this uh, October one, he was like, oh, you're probably going to back out. Oh, yeah, you're not going. Right. And I'm so competitive. I'm like, oh, I'm going to show you. <laughs> <laughs> but God's timing always prevails. It, in, it's incredible how he wanted me to be at this particular mm-hmm. Garcia. Just mm-hmm. all the different testimonies I heard. I like to, to ask our guest um, where their faith comes from in their family. Who's the rock? And I know a little bit about your family. And uh, Mr. Expedi Laparus <laughs> is her grandpa. And he made a Garcia many, many, many moons ago. One of the first Garcias, I believe. And uh, so I know you get a lot of faith from him. I really do. And, you know, he has Alzheimer's right now. So it's kind of hard and it's withering away from him. But looking back and growing up in that lifestyle and he would always give me gifts like the little ring rosary and the Magnificat or, you know, just little things and always pushing me to go further in my faith. But I never understood how he got to that point. And I was actually watching him because my grandma had had surgery at night and he opened up to me that, you know, he did go to Chrissia. And this connection that came with us, even though he has Alzheimer's and he would, you know, forget, it just, it grew us closer. And I just needed to, you know, get that push to, go to Chrissia just because it's nice to know one of my family members did and you know he's just been this rock of our family and he's an incredible guy did they ever find the picture of him no we couldn't find the picture (laughs) (laughs) all they had was like a Freddie Laparus a John Laparus but we couldn't Mm -hmm. find but we're gonna find it I know we will so you know going to Catholic school and like myself you know I, I I just feel like there were so many Gaps. There were so many things they didn't tell us about. And uh, for me, Curcio was really a, a start over, a 101 ca- ca- Catholicism. And uh, did you find it sort of like that for you? It was. It was It was enlightening. And, you know, I'm glad I went when I went because of all the trials and tribulations I've gone through. It just made me fall in love with Jesus more. And it pushes me to become a better person because of the age I'm at. And I'm about to hopefully start a family and... We'll obviously get married first <laughs> and then <laughs> so you know it now it pushes me to be there also for my brother and sister because i'm the oldest and i know that'll shine a light on their lives to hopefully get them to keep pushing in their faith was there a moment at Crisio that you feel was kind of like a little turning point i know we as a Cursiestas, we talk about pings you know there's a lot of mm-hmm. little god winks but was there a certain moment over that weekend that just everything kind of like hits you and it just kind of like created this awakening did did they have a moment like that for yourself Mm -hmm. well it got built up after i heard all the testimonies and obviously what father ted was saying and then when i got into adoration and felt you know jesus christ's presence and i was just talking to him out loud it that's when it really hit me and i just broke down and i just surrendered and you know gave my life to him at that moment and i know that i'm going to fall i know i'm going to have you know, temptation everywhere. But now that I have this sanctifying grace from God after confession and everything, I know I'm going to get through this life and I'm going to touch people's lives and enlighten them and get them back to the Catholic faith to pursue goodness and find God. Beautiful. You will, you know. Um, I remember one of the charges from Curcio was to go out and, you know, preach the gospel and sort of, I guess, sort of uh, recruit others to to make Garcia, and I remember leaving there going, I, I'm not doing that. You know, I, I, uh, 
I'm good. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to do my thing. And, and I had a wonderful experience, but I felt like religion is very personal. Mm -hmm. And I think that you guys know that, 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 uh, maybe that's some of our apprehension to go, to go do group prayer for me. I know I got some, some issues with that, but at the same time you find out how beautiful that is. And then you want to share it. You know, you want everybody when you leave Mm -hmm. there. And uh, I wish the, our listeners could see these girls' eyes because <laughs> I see the Holy Spirit just staring down at me right here. <laughs> it made me cry. But, oh, that's uh, why I brought the tissue. I, yeah, I know. The Holy I was like, Spirit I'm not going to cry. <laughs> they, they really are in a special place. And, uh, you know, both Michelle and Courtney, um, we've talked about coming on the show, and, and, I, and I knew – uh, this was the time, you know, uh, it's a special time in your life and, and, and you sort of spend your whole life trying to stay there. I know that has been for me, it's been 15 years. So, um, yeah, tell us a little bit more. I know that there's a lot of trade secrets in Prairie Room that you're not supposed to give up, but, <laughs> but um, you know, uh, what, what did you learn about your catechism that you may not have known? Hmm. Well, before I answer that, I actually wanted to go oh, off yeah. of what Michelle asked earlier. It was also really touched me when, I could literally see, you know, Jesus Christ and all those women in that room because of what they went through. And I just kind of wanted to say that too. Sure. So say your question one more time because I'm ADD. <laughs> no, I was just saying, what what did you learn a little bit about the, what did you learn about the Catholic Church that you may not have already known, I guess? The Eucharist. Yeah. That was a big impact on me just because I would just go to church and, oh, okay, I went. I'm good. I'm not going to hell. <laughs> but just to... Father Ted just would touch base on how Jesus Christ is literally there and how, you know, to pay attention and be respectful. And it just brought this dawn upon me that, like, oh, wow, I am in the presence of God. I'm about to receive his body and blood. And it just makes you open your eyes and it makes you look forward to going to Sunday Mass or daily Mass whenever you choose to go. Yeah, I like to tell the story that, um, you know, in your spiritual walk, when you go to mass and and the consecration means a little more than the homily and that's a strong statement you know most people want to hear that good homily and be touched and get some get some motivation but 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 really when you dig down deep in that faith and the consecration is uh is 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 more of it you know it's when you sort of uh, taking a step forward in your in your spiritual life. Uh, I know one thing too. I'll share with the girls. You know, my mom. Uh, I grew up in Prairie Roan. Going with my mom, she she was the rector, who is the person in charge of most of the cursias. And um, the first cursia in Prairie Roan was cursia number sixteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, that's the, why. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first fifteen were in Lake Charles, I believe. And so, mom would always speak of Jesus physically present in the Eucharist. How she could see. Uh, crown of thorns and see his face and and you could actually see him kind of walking towards you and all the women would see the same thing often so when i was uh gonna make her see i was like wow i want to see that you know didn't i didn't see that per se i did see some supernatural things you know but uh it is about a walk on the supernatural side i felt like it was it was it a supernatural experience for you and and share a little bit of that just you're talking about like just feeling the Holy Spirit just and whatever, watching. You know, tell me that uh, I know like for me, Jesus touched me in a way that uh, I can't describe, uh, not in a way that changed my life forever. You know, yeah. it was a conversion moment for you. I for just me. found myself always, you know, while Father Ted would talk, I would always just stare at the cross and Jesus and just contemplating my head how he went through that and, you know, how this one man that God sent could 
take all of this, all these sins away from us and give us this life to work towards getting to heaven and give us an example to be Christ-like. And I just took a lot of moments to look at him and be with him and realize, okay, that is what I want to try to be like. I want to be so selfless, so caring, so loving to just embrace the goodness and that was another kind of supernatural. He, he looked like he was coming at me, and I was just like, whoa, dude. <laughs> but a, a song kept popping up in my head, um, When God Ran to Me. And once I opened my eyes, he was just full force, like, I'm coming after you. We're going to conquer this, and I'm by your side. And that was, you know, really incredible for me. So before this weekend, um, uh, he's talking about supernatural. So a lot of people they talk about knowing the Holy Spirit, but it, you know, I use the word encounter a lot with the Holy Spirit because it is a full presence. You, you, you have peace. It's like, it's an unexplainable thing. Did you have that before Crescio or was this maybe just more enhanced? Like explain your experience. I, I'm kind of about four years ago when stuff happened uh, with my mother, you know, just not being in our lives. And I just felt this darkness and this tightness of my core, like, my shoulders were always uplifted and then I find just after this weekend I could feel my shoulders lighten mm-hmm. up and my I usually crack my neck and <laughs> I couldn't crack my neck no more because I was like oh okay. it's light <laughs> and uh the Holy yeah. Spirit yeah he just touched me but before that I didn't know who or what so would was. you say it's like a, it's a peaceful thing like what was your experience though when you encountered it it was yeah just a sense of peace, peace. and I could see you know the beauty of life and the goodness in people and it just you know I kind of just want to open up that I used to think about committing suicide not being here and now I feel like I have a purpose and it's just a beautiful thing to not feel like that anymore so you're listening to Cajun Catholics today's guest is Miss Courtney Blackwell and um, a Cursiesta co- co-hosting the show is uh, Miss Michelle Bajeron, and um, these guys just made Curcio, um just a few days ago, and um, they're in a real special place in their lives. Um, you know, you talk about that peace, and uh, for me, I just remember one thing. I remember being completely fearless of death. You know, death was uh, yeah. not something that it, that I guess it's something as a kid you're scared you're scared you you know you want to live a life and before things happen to you every time I get on an airplane as a child I'm like oh you know <laughs> but I don't you know that all left me I mean when I when I came back home it was uh this this complete uh I would call it freedom mm-hmm. you know um but yeah so tell me how you experienced that peace uh court you know um and and was it not so peaceful before Oh, yeah. It was chaos before this. <laughs> I I mean, I haven't experienced peace, I don't think, ever. <laughs> wow. And, uh, True peace. My life's yeah. always been fast-paced, and now I feel like I can just slow down and actually take time and find my purpose and what exactly I need to do and not be so filled with all these negative thoughts. Yeah. And for people who don't know her, see, we're sitting next to her. She had a um, yeah, busybody feel, but you have a different energy. There's a light about you. There's a peace. And yeah. people, when to me, when you really have that encounter, you just people around you sense it. It's just this being, and you have that around you. There's yeah. just this calmness and this this grace because I think you found grace for yourself. And to me, as your friend, that's probably the most beautiful thing to witness. You're my sister now. You know, just <laughs> <laughs> no, we sisters for life. Yeah. Dad would always uh 
point out that I had, you know, a light in me, but I feel like it's yes. just illuminating right now. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, I feel on fire and I just don't want to lose it. And I know, you know, coming back from Garcia, you want to just read every book, read the Bible. Mm-hmm. You just want to do all these things, but you know, you kind of need to just ease into it. Cause mm-hmm. I find my personality, I will crash if I jump too full force. And so I'm just trying to learn myself and learn how I could fit it into my everyday life and to just, surround myself with people that'll Amen. push me to mm-hmm. do that till the end of time <laughs> my father would always say to me you know um the company isn't um the name on the building uh you know it's 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 the people and when when an individual employee goes out into the into the community and they do things on their own on the weekend and at night and after hours that's that's who your company really is that's that's who represents you and um you know we were so blessed to find courtney because um, she's got that big personality and everyone around her loves her and then to, to see the light of christ and to have that shared in, in your company is uh, it's 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 something that you can't put can't put a price tag on and um you know for those of you who own businesses and uh you know employ uh lots of good cajun catholics out there you know, it's a blessing. It is, and and that's who you always dream and hope and pray that those are the kind of people that will represent you. So I'm so happy that you mm-hmm. you're with Thanks. us. You know, you've, uh, uh, it was met. definitely God's plan to be here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so enough about uh, our company. Uh, you know, <laughs> we'll get off of that commercial. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. I live in that commercial. <laughs> yeah. So so tell me, Court. You know, um, do you remember? Um, we didn't, it just, for me, didn't remember reading much Bible in high school and whatnot. But, I mean, is that something that you've done a little bit of or very little? Or is there some Bible stories that you that you, you kind of keep well, in your heart? I would always, oh, I was an athlete, so obviously I wanted to get good grades to yeah. <laughs> play. And I just, I wouldn't pay attention. And I wouldn't read the Bible in high school. Now, Growing up, going to college, and kind of getting a glimpse of the real world, I would turn back to it. But, I mean, not really. I wouldn't yeah. read the Bible that much. But now, you know, I'm trying to read the catechism, the readings every day. I mean, like I said, I'm ADD, so I have to write notes yeah. <laughs> so I can gather all my thoughts about that. And it, Chrissia just definitely pushes you. You shared a little book with me, My Way of Life, that, cool. that, uh, <laughs> that I guess you've been reading, right? Yeah, I just started. I'm not even done with chapter one, and I'm, like, blown away. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about it. Tell us about it. Well, I was talking to uh, your buddy Cliff Roberts this morning and talking to my boyfriend last night, and it was just saying how, you know, it, it said thimble. I didn't know what that word meant. Thimble something. And how humans can't really grasp even this little thimble. So if you want to look it up, it means kind of, I guess, small. Uh, grace of God but we can hold the whole world in our arms and it still be equivalent. And that just kind of showed me how amazing God's grace is if I could just get an ounce of it. And that's just one little thing I you know, remembered nice. really. Yeah, for it. those of you who don't so much out there, <laughs> a, a thimble is that little bitty thing you put on your pinky or so. Yeah, that, uh, I, I'm not So very you don't stick literate. yourself. <laughs> well, there's not a lot of sewing going on at like my I house, said. I can assure you. Uh, but... Um, yeah, so I'll share with you, you ladies, uh, my mom's uh, Curcio experience in her diary. Um, she went to Curcio in Kansas City. Father Fidelis, who started Curcio in Prairie Run, sent her. 
because she the men had it, but she wanted the women to have the same experience. But yet it needed to be different, a little softer. And uh, so he sent her uh, to a cursillo over there, and she she wrote about her adoration hour and her and her diary about how um, she was just sitting there in silence, and, and Jesus surrounded her to where he was on either and every side of her, where she couldn't move. And um, it was very profound, and it was really touched her deeply, and something that I was blessed to have read in her diary. And um, and she described her experience like holding water, and she said that um, she would, you know, it was like trying to hold water in your hand and having it slip through. And I thought that was really a unique way to describe the, the, wow. the power of the Holy Spirit. And in the movie, the Apostle Paul. Uh, but one week after I read that out of her book, that that whole scene was played out at the end of that movie. It was amazing. And so what what he said was that uh, God's love, uh, you know, if you can imagine God's love being a water droplet, mm-hmm. and it's so powerful, and all of those little drops falling out of your hand are God's love, but, but God's love is actually the whole ocean. Right. It's not wow. just a, a couple of little drops. And I wish I could have met her. Really beautiful, yeah. Come on, Michelle, jump in. Uh, Let's ask Courtney some tough questions. Well, I was going to go back to (laughs) Scripture. So, you know, we both went to STM, and you learn theology, but there's a difference between reading the Bible and learning theology and having a relationship. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we learned a lot about piety and study Mm -hmm. and action. So where are you now from where you were before in that tripod? Like, where would you say, like, your journey is? Just like with the, with like learning, the, yes, but just applying all that knowledge yeah. and learn, you know, all the well, stuff we talked you about before. study, yeah. So, well, I said, thought study was the most important. I find because in order to know God, you got to study His Word, mm-hmm. and then that's when kind of piety comes into place. And uh, my piety right now, I'm just trying to, you know, figure out my schedule and see, you know, when I can go to adoration or go to mass. Well, obviously, I'm going to mass on Sundays, but like my extra daily mass and. Just, you know, making sure I'm trying to wake up at 5 o'clock every morning, do my morning offering, because I never did that before. I never offered my day to God to where mm-hmm. he can, you know, use me to, you know, bless other people and to get them to know him. And I've been doing it the past, you know, four days, and that's really helped me to calm me down before I start my day. And, um, but adoration, I tried going yesterday, and it didn't work out. <laughs> I didn't know you had to call and set an hour at uh, St. Elizabeth, so... <laughs> I'm going to give you the code to the pious relationship. (laughs) Well, thank you. So I guess that was part of my question is, you know, you can study the word, but if you don't have the relationship, it doesn't doesn't pour into your heart to help you put it into action. And And that's what you're explaining. Yeah, a bunch of words. Now it's seeping into your heart Mm -hmm. to where you're wanting to do and put into action and... You're wanting to read the Bible and have that relationship. It kind of it, it's all in one. It all has yeah. to come Literally, together. Literally, it just all clicks when you go to Christia. Like, you, <laughs> I mean, when you go to Catholic school all your life, I mean, you know things, but you don't really know them, and you don't have that intimate connection to where you're like, oh my gosh, I get it, and to where it gives you that sanctifying grace that they talk about, and that is something I don't want to let go of. And you know, going back and doing the readings daily instead of just on Sunday, I find that'll help me to you know grow deeper and to actually open up my heart more to God to be a blessing for him. Is there anything in particular that you learned through high school, you know, because I know just for me, there's things I'm like, wow, I did learn that, but I never Mm -hmm. like saw it that way. Is there anything that's been popping out lately that's been like, oh my gosh, I did know that, but it never like really stood out. 
honestly, in high school, I, I feel like I was just going through the motions. Like, I never, you know, my parents divorced when I was 12, and that was, like, a hard, hard time for me because, I mean, they were perfect in my eyes. And, you know, it's just a hard thing for a kid to go through and, you know, makes you question everything, you know, about marriage, about God. And so part of it, I mean, I kind of resented him. I was like, why would you do this to my family? Like, it was just very hard. And so I would kind of grow hard to listening in religion class. Now, granted, sometimes I would pay attention, but, you know, it's just looking back at high school, I was not open to this lifestyle at all. And I, that's why I find God had to let me go through these things to literally hit bottom and crave him to where I can come back on top and, you know, utilize these tools and go back into the word and yeah, so the motto of of Curcio is Decalores. Oh gosh, Decalores! <laughs> I was the goof with that. <laughs> the, song, the song will ever be ingrained in my head. Oh, yeah, my you might hear that once or twice. I was like, "What are these people singing? This sounds so stupid." <laughs> um, now I get it. But right, it's so it means all in colors, mm-hmm. and so how how uh, explain to our viewing audience, or not viewing, I guess they're listening audience, <laughs> our listening audience, they're uh, viewing through the spirit. Yeah about uh, um, all in colors what do they mean by I mean you've been describing it to us but you don't you now you're giving me that look like <laughs> are you supposed to tell them <laughs> oh that's a secret is that a know. trade secret that's not a trade secret you, you can you can the bumper, say, tell them about the bumper look, sticker you just said oh, my um, gosh, everything was different when you came out that you looked at it all yeah, different. Vibrant. That's true. it was yeah. all in colors right yeah, I mean, they I think all the, popped out yeah, the deal is is you're looking through a black and white lens your whole life and, yep. and, and at the conversion moment you know but I was colors. telling Michelle, or I don't know who I was telling, I guess you, and I was looking around Lafayette when I was growing up, and I'm like, what is this Decolores? Like, is it <laughs> something, is it a Spanish thing? Like, I don't know what this is. And then my sponsor, Rachel, she gave me one. I was like, oh my gosh, this is what this is. So really she's referring excited. to the bumper sticker that yeah. she got. They're it obviously the says Decolores, and it has a little rooster, and you know, I love roosters now, whatever. <laughs> so I'm going to put on my new car that I just purchased. From Hub City Ford. So um, we want to say um, that in order to make or see, I know there's some people out there interested, and uh, you know you need to find a sponsor, and uh, it generally needs to be uh, someone who has made Curcia before. And uh, women sponsor women, men sponsor men. So these two young ladies would be happy to sponsor uh, anyone who's interested in, in digging down deep into their faith. And uh, tell me a little about your sponsor. I know a little bit about your sponsor. She was a previous guest on the show, and um, she's got quite a story, too. But uh, what has she meant to you? Well, she's kind of taken on that mother role that, you know, is absent in my life right now. And ever since I met her, she's always had this light about her. I never knew what it was or, you know, anything. Everything that she told me that she was going through, I was like, how are you still happy? Like, this is (laughs) nuts. Like, it, it would just make me take a step back, like, okay, your life's not that bad, and then she would open up to me about the gospel and how she got to where she was. And she was like, you know, this retreat called Curcia. I don't think we're supposed to call it a retreat. But. <laughs> Father Ted said it's not a retreat. <laughs> so, sorry, Father Ted, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> and she just would push me to do it because she saw how you know miserable I was without God. And I wanted that light that she had. And her life events that she's gone through, I was like, okay, I need to get what she's got. And finally, that's when I went to her, and I was like, all right, let's go, girl. Beautiful. And now we got six months together. <laughs> <laughs> well, lifelong, lifelong friend. <laughs> so we got about a minute left on the show, and um, uh, I'll now for you, for you mm-hmm. a little bit. 
you know, I got to figure out which one I want to go to. Yeah, yeah. It's just kind of some ongoing maintenance, you know. And uh, and uh, how about the rosary? Is, is that you gotten into that yet I, a little bit? I do a decade. Well, the prayer, the morning offering I read in the morning it uh-huh. has a couple Hail Marys, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I'm trying to do it when I go to adoration to say the whole rosary. That way, I kill two birds yeah. with one stone. <laughs> but okay. I just suggest to people, you know, I know everyone's closed mind about it. Like, oh no, you know they're gonna me about the sacraments and the religion part but i just really suggest to go because of how much it opened your eyes to god not just about the little tedious things that the catholic faith you know has and everyone just well, thank to. you for being on the show today courtney you've been a blessing uh and michelle thank you for so proud of you, oh, thanks. Love <laughs> you've been listening to cajun catholics we feature outstanding catholics from all over acadiana tune in next time